Hello and welcome to the Hill and Valley. It's Nick Roby, Will Raven. Will, how's it going? Wake Forest, it's South Carolina week, Thanksgiving week. It's a big week. Dude, it's a, it's a huge week. A huge week. Um, man, it, it feels good to win. Um, I know that uh, mm-hmm. I know the fun's in the winning and we've had some really tight wins, but this one just felt different, man. It just felt like Clemson was in control. And I feel like that's what we've been waiting on uh, is for us to really take hold of a game and, and control it through the fourth quarter. Um, and so it felt good to kind of not be on my, not be on the edge of my seat uh, all the way through the fourth quarter. So um, I was there and uh, it was just really fun to be a fan uh, in Death Valley on Saturday. So uh, it, it was, it was fun. Um, but yeah, you know, uh, it's an even bigger week uh, because it's uh, South Carolina week. It's a uh, Gamecock hate week. Um, uh, I miss I miss the the hater hotline with uh, Roy Philpot um, back when we were in college. Man, that was good stuff. Um, I wish I wish we could bring that back, but um, yeah, it's uh, it's South Carolina, the Blood Bowl, the Palmetto Bowl, as uh, um, people like to call it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter what the records are. I mean, mm-hmm. this is a big game. This is a game you circle, and especially since we didn't we didn't get to play them last year. Yeah. Um, it, it's a big game. Um, so I'm excited, man. Uh, and obviously on Thursday, I'm, I'm ready to fill my belly full of food. Um, this is like my favorite meal of the year. So yeah, yeah. Big week all, all the way around. I love it. Yeah, no, it was a huge, huge win on Saturday and it was nice to, to like look like ourselves again And it is a big week with South Carolina because it's South Carolina week. It's Thanksgiving week. I've already had some Thanksgiving food myself, which, you know, I feel like it's just continuing on like for like a week and a half. And also in my, um, my household is a house divided. So it's a very big weekend for us in, um, in the Roby household. And then it's my wife's birthday the week after. Mm. So it's, um, there's a lot going on. A lot going on. See, you're house. not you're not going to win any arguments in the household all week, but at least maybe maybe the Tigers can win one for you on TV. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, you know it's it's fine. You know they already beat us in some other stuff, so we'll we'll just let the let the play do the talking. So mm-hmm. now it's it's is really fun. I would say like it, it is kind of fun actually having a little bit of house divided because you can talk a little trash and just have a little fun oh, with yeah. each other and. Yeah, it's pretty fun. But I, yeah, I was super impressed on Saturday. It just was, it was honestly felt like a culmination of obviously like everything's not like clicking a hundred percent, like you would want like all year and having all these injuries and just a lot of just talk against the coaches and the team, just a lot of attrition. And I felt like Saturday was a culmination of what like Dabo and the staff's been talking about seeing it on the field and like sweet, we're finally seeing some things that were just really encouraging. And I was just excited for the guys, like excited for a guy like Bo Collins, like mm-hmm. playing well, Kobe Pace and Will Shipley playing well. You sent the seniors out in a great way. Like a guy like James Skalski wanted just to win for him, oh, yeah. you know? So I think there's things like that too. Like it's not just, 
keeping your hopes alive or trying to keep, which we did for the division, which we'll get to, but it was just, it was just cool just to, just to keep the program. I think just really like one, I think that Dabba said that on Saturday, but really just the foundation of the program really won. And it was just, it's cool to see these young guys stepping up and, and playing well. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think the foundation of the program is a really great point to make because, I mean, you look at uh, LSU and they're crumbling. I think that they've, you know, they never really established themselves as, as a, a constant elite, mm. if that makes sense. Um, you know, when, when adversity came their way or a roster turnover, they couldn't keep up. They, they were not eight and three. Uh, the last couple of years and they're, they're not fighting for their division. Um, and, and so big difference in, in these two programs is, and mm -hmm. I know LSU is an example, but it's a real example that's recent. And um, you could throw Florida you know, in there too. Yeah. And you could you could throw Florida in there. Um, they're just not a recent national champion. So, I mean, sure. Sure. It's, it's a, I think it really is the testament to this, this coaching staff and this program being able to withstand, um, you know, this, I mean, really, you know, meteor of adversity. Uh, you know, I know we talked about uh, one of the weeks on here that, you know, it, at one point or, or at least overall um, we've had 41 players out due to mm -hmm. something. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's a lot, man. When you only have, so many scholarships, it's almost half of them. So um, yeah. it's just crazy, crazy to think about, you know, where we, where we've been this year and to think that we're still eight and three in a fight for this division. Um, so extremely proud of them. I, I think, you know, Dabo going off at the beginning, like, you know, Wake Forest will not celebrate in Death Valley tonight. Um, and, and I thought that was, that was pretty cool. And, and just to kind of keep them motivated and, uh, I just felt like Clemson wasn't going to be denied. You know, we had that riding mm -hmm. on the game. Um, we had, you know, it's senior night. Uh, we had some real big guys in the program going out uh, their last night in Death Valley or their last day mm -hmm. in Death Valley. And um, so you wouldn't just send them off in a great note. Um, and then it was Dabo's birthday. And so there's a lot of things already in the Clemson column uh, and yeah. I just felt like, man, we're not going to be denied today. Like we're ready. Um, and it just was really great to be a fan, uh, on Saturday. Like yeah. the first quarter was hype. I yeah, mean, I, I, bet. I watched our defense go out there and, and we were just, we were a stone wall. Like they were getting nothing and, uh, really proud yeah. of our offense too early. I mean, offense was, was clicking early and, you know, without that that uh, that fumble in the red zone, uh, I think it could have been it could have been ugly early. Um, ended up being ugly late, but uh, it was really close to being twenty four to three. Really close. Yeah. No, I, I even forgot about the pace fumble in the beginning because like that stopped a drive too. It's crazy when you, like you just have a couple drives, you leave points on the board, and you score um, what we did. I was going to ask, like, the atmosphere of the game, it seemed like, just I was watching on TV, it seemed that Hartman and especially the offensive line were having a hard time 
getting false starts. And 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 there was it seemed like they were complaining maybe a little bit about I don't know if the defensive line was doing some clapping or something, but they were complaining about some stuff. But to me, it just seemed like they were not like the the level of Death Valley really like created some havoc. Like, I mean, how, how loud was it? Like in that, especially in that first, first half, uh, in the first, in the first quarter, it was very loud. Uh, every play. Um, and, and, you know, kind of like died down and until, until third down, it got really loud. The rest of the game, it was just really on third down. It got really loud. Sure. Um, but in that first quarter, man, it was loud every play. Um, and I was reading on tiger net that, we had Death Valley, you know, um, and all all the variables that add up to Death Valley, you know, uh, we had not forced that many false starts since 2014. So it's been a long time since mm-hmm. we've really um, imposed our will as as a as a fan base uh, or as a stadium, really. So. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's a, that's a, I mean, that's a really good point to make. And I, I forget, I forget who was, who was writing that article, but mm-hmm. um, it really, there's no doubting that, that the, that the crowd was, was in effect uh, on Saturday. Yeah. Um, sounds, so. sounds like, sounds like when some people left, left Clemson, that it wasn't as loud. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm picking up what you're putting down, man. And I agree. Hundred percent. Um, yeah, but, that's, but uh, it seemed like a big. But factor. I mean, but it absolutely is, and especially you know a Dave Clawson group that's very disciplined. Um, yeah, it was it's surprising. a senior group, and 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 they're very disciplined. So it was very, it was very surprising to see us really take over the game so early um, from yeah. a group that is typically mm. um, pretty level-headed, and and uh, and so. It, it was cool. It was fun to watch, man. It was really fun to watch. Yeah. I love it. Um, what was also cool. It, I've, I've heard this thought too, so I'm not going to like say that I've had the first one to think this, but it's been kind of cool ever since, you know, when Venables was starting to figure out the Georgia tech option offense, like that was the, like once he figured mm-hmm. it out for other schools, like that was a little bit of like a different wrinkle that, you weren't prepared for, but for Clemson, we're like, Hey, we, we see this every year now. And almost like you get hyped about it. Like you get excited to get to like, to go. Cause you know what, you know what's coming. And I, I don't know if it's the same level as with this wake forest team, but they've done that slow mesh mm-hmm. for a couple of years now. And for other teams, like give them credit. Like they've been putting up numbers and, and they're, they're a quality team. I don't take any slight with that, but it just seemed like the defense just came ready. I, I like just how they attacked it. I think with that kind of mesh versus making the side, it's like you are imposing your will and saying like, we're going to attack it. You have to make a decision quickly. And it, it, he just seemed, Hartman seemed uncomfortable. And I think especially those early sacks where you were talking about were a huge factor for the whole game because it set the tone. Yeah. He just really had no time back there. Uh, we blew it up. And um, I think that's what makes him really lethal is really against any defense uh, a guy like him is lethal because Mm. he's creative and if he can run around and and extend a play to about seven eight seconds it's impossible as a defense to really 
sure defend anybody for eight seconds. Um, so it was very, very important for us to collapse the pocket and, and close it. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. so, and seven sacks, that's a huge day, man. That is a big day. Um, on a, on a really dynamic offense and, and one that really depends on the pass. Um, it, it's, a, it's really big. Um, and we had, you know, 10, 10 TFLs. And, and so that, that was also big. I mean, you think about like 17 tackles behind the line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's a lot. And that, that is a big impact on the game. And mm-hmm. uh, it really, and that was the message I, I know, you know, from the hype video and, and just from, what Dabo is saying all week is impose your will on this team. And uh, I think our defense absolutely did that yeah. to a team that, that averages, you know, 30 something points a game. Um, and, you know, we held them to 27. And so big win, man, big win. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I would say too, as we're, you know, as we've gone with this, like Hartman still had over 300 yards passing, yeah, and like their their top guys, 100. At Perry got 100 yards. Roberson got 93. Like those guys, like they're going to get their stats, but basically, like that's holding them down. And these guys have been tearing apart the league. So, to me, like there there is an attrition, you know, with injuries and everything. But holding them to what it was is a big deal. And I think, like you're saying, like the seven sacks and tackles for loss, and we didn't. The turnover margin was three apiece, which I thought was big too. Like the Miles Murphy yeah. caused a fumble. Like they were just in the backfield and causing problems. And the way we play defense, it's more aggressive. So you're going to give up some plays if you actually get the ball off. It's just kind of the style of it. But this is a crazy stat. They had 36 rushing yards. We had oh, yeah. 333 a little bit of a difference but um, yeah, they yeah. couldn't establish they just became one dimensional and when that's the case we know it's coming yeah and I, I was telling some people before the game like Clemson will be successful today if we can run the ball and oh yeah um, so and really with Will Shipley and, and Kobe Pace you don't really you don't really doubt that we're gonna be successful on the ground at least at some point in the game and um and we really did. We, we, we handled it well. Um, I think that I was surprised by our own turnovers, but I think that two turnovers in the game that were critical was the, the booth interception right before half. Yes. And, and that fumble that we traded off and then mm-hmm. eventually scored on. Um, because if we, they're honestly marching down the field right before half. Yeah. And they could have either kicked a field goal or put one in the end zone and tied it up. It could have been a tied ball game. And um, so big time for momentum. Momentum wise, it was it was big to get that pick and uh go into the locker room, then we come back out with the ball. And uh, you know, obviously we traded off uh a turnover there, um, ended up scoring, but no, big, big momentum swing in the game. Um, and our defense really stepped up. I know we talked about this last week leading up to this game, that turnovers were going to play a key. And uh, especially with a guy, I didn't expect as many fumbles uh, this game, but um, I knew that, I mean, we both knew 
that Sam Hartman was going to throw it all over the yard. And if we put pressure on him, we were going to get a pick. Um, and so yeah. he forced yeah. it a few times and, and, uh, mm-hmm. and we ended up coming up with one in a really critical moment. Yeah. Honestly, he could have honestly thrown it, thrown a couple more. Like it was that yeah. kind of it. He just Agreed. didn't happen yeah. to, um, I, yeah, I just thought, I just want to give them credit, this group credit, because they've, they've just taken a beating all year, especially from the outside. And just, I just want to give props to the offensive line and mm-hmm. saying, I see you guys, like they were balling out this game and they like, you know, that for Clemson to be successful, you have to run the ball because that's clearly the weakness of Wake Forest. So it's one thing to know it, but it's another thing to execute. And I just, yeah, I just love the offensive line play. You know, they don't, they, they only, only get talked about when like stuff goes wrong. I feel like DG had a pretty decent pocket and they had to respect the run, especially we, we got to do some of our toss sweeps on the outside, which if we can do that on the outside, like our speed guys, we're going to get the chunk plays. I yeah. mean, to run the ball as much as we did, Pace was uh, 191 yards, eight yards a carry. Shipley was 5.9 a carry. As a team, we averaged 6.2. So it's basically mm-hmm. saying, like, we're going to run the ball. You know we're going to run the ball. And they still did it. So I know Wake Forest isn't as strong, but, I mean, that team's take they've just taken a beating. And I was just like, you know, I was just really proud of those guys for finishing the home schedule well. No, I agree, man. Um, that's it's really important to note. And I think, I hope, um, fans felt the same way. Um, Cause it was definitely something that I noticed as I was walking around, walking out of the game and just talking to people here and there. Um, and uh, you know, who got the game ball at the end of the game? It was coach Caldwell. And uh, yeah. so, so I think that was well-deserved. And, and I think it, it really reflects on, on their performance yeah. Saturday. Um, and, and, you know, it it probably is, you know, precursor to and foreshadowing of, of him um, uh, retiring this year. Um, I know that that's, that's not really something that's been announced, but I think that uh, if you've been paying yeah. attention, if you've been paying attention, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty much um, it's, it's happening based on a certain person coming back to Clemson to coach. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, agreed. I think, uh, I think, I think we all know what's going on there, but uh, regardless of that, I really do think it was well-deserved because they really played, they played their hearts out. Um, yeah. And uh, I think, you know, 333 yards for a day. I mean, that's fantastic. Um, yeah. It's phenomenal. I mean, I mean um, we're talking about like if, if Clemson could get 200 yards rushing, that was the number, the thresholds when you like, yeah, yeah, it's like oh, we're going to do that. And we're going to do one and a half times that. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, that's definitely well-deserved and not just because it might be the end of the year um, for him. I thought – I like the creativity I've seen the past couple of weeks, like with the Shipley pass for the touchdown. And I know like the the um, fake field goal. And just I, – yeah. I, I, I like – I feel like Dabo's trying to throw th- – I feel like those are his kind of calls just because it yeah. – and just – some of and just some of the fun, like just trying to make it, it's like football's fun. Like just let's just make yeah. it different. I mean, that was that thing was a floating duck in the end zone, but it counts for six points. But oh yeah, <laughs> by Shipley, yeah, it counts the same. Um, yeah, I mean, 
it's it's good to be on the goal line and and uh you know we smashed one in in the beginning and then that mm-hmm. one that one was big i mean i know that was kind of a fun play but that was really big in the game um and i thought that you know davis allen coming away yeah. from the game you're just like davis allen's a beast he is yeah. one of the most complete football players mm-hmm. that we have on the team um yeah and uh i think if he is can if he continues to be out there i feel good about our offense um mm-hmm. he's he's great up front he blocks well um he gets open he shakes off defenders and he fights for the ball yeah and i think yeah. we've talked about this before of just like man i just wish our our, our guys would fight for the ball yeah um so he, he's just one of those dudes um and i thought early on um dj did a really good job of, of playing the out you know 10 and outs little hitch plays um mm. and and dj dj was able to hit those and 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 hit hit davis allen on a few of those um and he's just he's just a true a true guy like you can count on him and um so really happy to have davis allen out there and and when we yeah. have tight end play, good tight end play, like we're really, we're really difficult to stop. So it, it, it kind of, it, it helps you as a fan kind of feel a little bit better about mm. what's ahead. You know, we have a rival and then a, a ball game, um, which is unknown at this point, but you know, we have a 10 game, 10, 10 win season on the line at this point. And, and I think it's absolutely doable based on where we are right now. Like we mm-hmm. played a really great game. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I agree. Like just Davis Allen is an unsung hero of this year. And I know we've been people, we've talked about him a little bit and, and some other people have, but for any fans out there, I mean, this guy, just how he's worked and just set the tone on the offense too, and really helped establish some, just some consistency. I, I think it's just nice knowing he can go to him on third down. And then honestly, Will Shipley as being a freshman, just the way he stepped up as being a leader. Yeah. Um, I think those kinds of things have just really helped, especially the second half of the year. And mm-hmm. when you have a guy like DJ, who has a, a, one of the most roller coaster seasons I've seen from a quarterback position, has a strain PCL, has a splint on his throwing finger, which he has like hardly any grip on the ball and is flicking the ball, you know, all over the field. But just to have a guy like that, that you're like, okay, if I throw it in his direction, he's going to, you know what I mean? Like I feel comfortable yeah. getting it, you know, like that's, that is like big confidence booster. And I just, it's yeah. fun to watch this offense kind of look like how we kind of thought it could look at the beginning of the year. It's just taken yeah. a long part of the year to do it. No, and we've been waiting on this game. You know, we've been talking all year. Like, this is going to be a marker game. That, like, we're going to like explode and mm-hmm. and have a really big offensive game. And heck, man, forty-eight points. What else do you want? And it could have been more. And uh, it's yeah. just crazy to think about. Um, I think two big plays in the game, and 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 maybe if you want, we can we can move on. But yeah, I, offensively at least. And there's plenty of defensive plays that we can talk about, but. The one where DJ scrambled mm-hmm. uh, for a first touchdown, um, he shook off two guys. Yep. And then just throws it deep because Bo was the only one that didn't give up. And I'm and it's in my end zone. I'm sitting in the West end zone. And I'm just watching, like, those guys gave up. 
his wideouts gave up on him. They didn't keep moving except for Bo. He broke loose and he just chucks it deep and mm-hmm. obviously comes down, comes down with it and then puts us in position to, to score that one. And then the one where Bo Collins fought through and one hand grabs on the sideline and takes oh, it in yeah. to score. Yeah. And you think about those two are big Bo Collins plays, but the first one is really a DJ highlight because that's what you've been waiting on mm-hmm. is DJ being 250 pounds, shaking off tacklers and extending a play. That's what you've been waiting on. Not someone that's going to crumble in the pocket and just fall over. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and I hope that they, I am sure they will because they're very good at their job, but just revisit that play on the tape because it's like, that's what we've been waiting on, man. You're a freaking freight train and shake people off. And, and it was just, it was cool to see like there's a lot of grit and, and I know he's got an injured knee and so it's easy to fall down, but dude, he played through it and he, and he threw one and made a play happen. So I was super proud of that one. And then obviously, uh, the Bo Collins one-handed grab was was pretty cool too. Yeah, no, I love it. And just to think that's his plant leg too. So he's literally mm-hmm. flicking. That's like a flick, like him just flick. And, and honestly, it's kind of fun to see the high school connection mm-hmm. like translate. I mean, that's that's a play where just like, that's my guy. I got to, you know, give him a chance. And I, it's just been fun to see that connection. And honestly, I've heard this, so I'm not claiming this also, but – Bojangles, you have to capitalize on. Oh, you Bo have Collins. to. I mean, it's bow time, it, baby. It's bow time. I mean, it's what, too what easy. Else? It's yeah. Before the before the nil was a thing, like we had T Higgins, and every time he'd score, I'd yell T time. And uh, so, I mean, it's just it, it's on a platter. Don't don't miss the opportunity, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if you're listening, you can you can sponsor both them and this podcast. We'll we'll accept. So. All right, so moving on. Okay, so obviously we've got implications for the division. So what has happened for the most part is needed to happen for Clemson to still be in it right now. So you you beat Wake Forest. And so right now we're coming down to Saturday where the ACC slate is done for Clemson. We've done – with the rest of the schedule, we've done what we can do. We put ourselves in position. We're we're in the third slot of this. So I will say if we don't make the division, I really would like us to – but don't be surprised if we don't do it because it, it's a longer shot to do it. However, it is very possible at the same time, but you have to have multiple things happen. So here's a scenario. You might've already heard this, but if you have it, here's a scenario. If Wake Forest wins at Boston college, that's it. Like they, they win the division. You win and you're in. If they lose and NC state beats North Carolina, NC State goes because they have the tiebreaker over Clemson. Clemson needs both of them to lose for us to actually make it into the into the division, which is hard because you're like, those are teams we both lost. We well, we lost to NC State. If you lose, if you win just one more game, you're in. But I mean, which which game are you more I want to say nervous about, but you're more you're like, that's that's a tougher one to pull out. The NC State-North Carolina game or the Wake Forest-Boston College game? Like for, for Clemson's implications. I think it's the Wake Forest-Boston College game. 
just because of the matchup. I think that even though UNC is going too Carter friendly, I think that there's a real possibility they they go in there and beat them. Um, I just think that um, Wake Forest is is really dynamic, and if if Boston College gets in a shootout with them, they will lose. Um, and yeah. and so we'll see. I I I just think that one's probably, in my opinion, it's going to be the the stretch. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see North Carolina NC State as a stretch type game. Like I think it's it's a better possibility that that UNC goes in there and, and beats them just because mm-hmm. it could absolutely happen. Um, it's UNC doesn't have a great defense, but they have a really dynamic offense, and so mm-hmm. um, they can go in there and and hang if if they don't turn the ball over. Um, but you know, if, if Boston college can, uh, can run the ball, that may be the answer, you know? Um, yeah. but Phil, Phil Dracovic didn't, didn't look great this past weekend. And so that's, that's why I'm like, man, I don't know if, if BC can do it, but they're, they are at home. And so it's, it's good. Mm-hmm. And it, it'll be most likely be cold. And so play into their favor. Um, so, but I honestly think I think that game is more of the stretch game than than the other mm-hmm. one. Yeah, I think I think so too. And also because we've seen in the North Carolina UNC North Carolina NC State matchup, that one can be even if there's one team who's a favorite going in. That that's a very it feels almost like a toss up game all the time, and they're very close yeah. uh, location wise. So I, yeah, I feel the same way. And the hard part for Boston College is you love that it's at home, but they're just not a run, which is weird. They used to be a super running team, and now they're all pass. But to beat Wake yeah. Forest, you really need to have a strong run game. So, yeah, I agree. That's the that's the game. But I mean, this weekend you're cheering for three teams: Clemson, Boston College, and North Carolina, which is a very interesting combination of teams to, yeah. to root for. But. Do you do you have a have a prediction like what you think is going to happen? Uh, as sweet as it would be to get another chance at Pitt, I just don't think that we'll be in it. Um, I think yeah. that uh, I think that one of the games will go our way and then the other one won't, but. I think that's just the realist in me, but I'd love to see us do it, man. I'd love to be playing in Charlotte. It would be awesome. Um, and I'd love to get another shot at Pitt because uh, I think they got lucky. Yeah. Oh yeah. They, um, Oh, I would love another shot at Pitt. And honestly, I'm ready to play them again just whenever, but yeah, I think. As, out of yeah. the three games, I think it goes two, two for three. Yeah. I kind of lean that way too, and the North Carolina. I think the North Carolina NC State game they play on Friday too, so it even makes it interesting. Is that you really you really yeah, only that's right. Like, you only you can't eye on one game. I kind of I, I lean Wake Forest just because of they're just they're so talented on offense, and mm-hmm. I just trust them more than I trust like with NC State. 
just in that matchup. But we'll see, man. I I don't think it's an it's an it's unsuccessful if if we don't make it. I think the way we we're finishing the year, if yeah. we go and beat South Carolina and go to a good like a bowl game and win that, I think that's a very successful year, regardless of how we do in the division. But South Carolina going to the game. We uh, haven't played them in two years. We're playing back-to-back road games. Right now we open as a 14-point favorite. I think the over-under was 46. So it's interesting. It's an interesting game. It's a 7.30 night game on SEC Network. So it feels like we're definitely on the road in this game. I mean, it's, 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 very, it's very interesting. And I don't love going on the road. In this matchup with this team, I would much prefer this at home. But, I mean, what do you think? And, and South Carolina is already bowl eligible, so you don't even have to worry about them fighting for that necessarily. But what do you think is a what do you think is the biggest factor like going into this game, or what's like the big what's a big storyline you're looking at? Um. I really think it's going to be our offense being able to, to produce. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, we talked about it before we recorded. Um, I think we both feel really confident about our defense, you know, barring no injuries this week. I, I think we feel really good about our defense mm-hmm. matching up with their offense and, and not allowing them to score um, at least not too many times. And uh I think can our offense handle the environment? It's going to be a rowdy environment, especially early, and um, and withstand withstand the environment and, and go score. Um, and uh, I, I think we will. I think that we're a more disciplined team. Um, that team runs off of emotion way more than than talent and discipline. So. Um, I know that's shots fired, baby. Whatever. I don't care. Um, we're, we're a way more talented and disciplined group than they are. Um, and uh, so I'm hoping that that really, you know, becomes the story for the game. And uh, it, it, at any rate, like at least the nucleus of the win that we get on Saturday, um, because – it's got to be at the center um, because South Carolina is going to throw the kitchen sink at you. Mm-hmm. They are. They have nothing to lose, man. Um, they got a young, a young coach. Um, you know, he, he doesn't have a lot to prove at this point because they're bowl eligible. They beat Auburn. And I think if they lost Clemson, he'd be fine. Um, so they're going to throw the kitchen sink. It's going to be tough, but um can we endure the environment and in some of the crazy plays and, and go out there and, and be more disciplined than them? It's going to get wild. You know, it stuff's going to get thrown on the field. Um, it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, it, it doesn't. Um, it, the environment is going to be a loud, a loud place to play. And I think just going into this week, knowing that, it's going to be one of the rougher environments, just like from a, a sound perspective and just go on the road. Like they're, they're ready. 
and they're hungry to beat, you know, it's been, it's been six years. I mean, really it's been seven years, but six, you know, six straight in the series. So, and this is probably, I mean, from an outsider's perspective, the most vulnerable Clemson of a team, you know, if we're, if we're talking about going into one of these games since yep. uh, you mentioned this before, since the 2014 game, when we ended that streak. So they're, they're chomping at the bit to, to set the record back on their side. And I think, yeah, I think the playing well early and taking away the energy from the crowd is super important because you yep. don't want them to linger in the game from an emotional standpoint, super into how, you know, like then that, that carry into the game. If you can yeah, quiet that home, early, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. If you can quiet that earlier, I think it just, mm-hmm. not saying that you still can't lose, but just saying it just puts more things into your favor. And I think just capitalizing on drives for me too. For me, it doesn't always have to be touchdowns, but if you can cont- consistently get even field goals and put that pressure on their offense to keep up with you in a, in a funny way, because they're on their third string quarterback, they haven't they're they've been all right running the ball, but you know their strength's been probably been their defense too, and they've been making timely plays. So it's an interesting dynamic of I think it's going to be more low scoring. We're probably going to see some. I'll call it now. Watch for the wide receiver pass, like mm-hmm. some things like you know. There's just gonna be some different things, and I think defense. Like it's just doing the job in front of you. Like don't let the moment get bigger than what it is. I think from just a, a game standpoint, it's just like okay, my job's to block this guy, and just let that be what it is. Like I think that's that's probably the. If I were a coach going into this game, that's what I'd say. Like hey. It's the same as any other game, like from yeah. from an X's and O's standpoint. Yeah, and I think it's being prepared for those those crazy plays. Um, I agree. I think there's going to be one of those wide receiver pass, uh, little reverse plays. Mm-hmm. Don't be surprised if you see a fake punt. Like it, it's it really is going to be um, advantage Carolina. Um, so if we can if we can stay in it early and, mm-hmm. and impose our will early, similar to what we did at Wake, with Wake Forest, um, then I think Clemson will have a good day. Um, but yeah, don't, don't give that team or that crowd any sort of life. Yeah. Yeah. And I would say wide receiver wise, you're going to see a lot of Andrew Booth or uh, Mario Goodrich on number six. Like that's their, that's the wide receiver, you know, van and not that they don't have other guys, but that he's clearly their number one. So if you focus on him yep. and just again, making him one dimensional, then it makes it more reasonable going into that. So yep. I know it's, it's always an interesting week because you got Thanksgiving and then you're with family and then you like switch over. And then on Saturday you go back to like thinking about football. So it's even like a shorter week from like a preparation standpoint. Yeah. But yeah. It's very interesting. All right, well, so as we wrap this up, do you have a score prediction that you want to throw out there? I agree it's going to be low, lower scoring um, just because the strengths go to the defense in this mm-hmm. game. Um, I, I think it's going to be like a 27-13 type game. So – um that's 
that's covering the spread. Uh, I think the spread, I was just looking at it, I think it's 11 and a half at the moment mm-hmm. anyway. Okay. Um, it could could be could be more than that uh, towards the end of the week. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, 27-13 game. That's what, that's what I see. I see, mm-hmm. I see our, our defense giving up more field goals and touchdowns for sure. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I agree. I'm, I'm going 24, 16. I just, I think it's going to yeah. be a lot of field goals. And I think, I think it will, it will stay close uh, Clemson and uh, Clemson will pull away later. I think just with the talent on the field, I think just, just pulling away and just staying the course. But yeah, I'm going. That's what I'm yeah, going. Yeah, I agree. So, it's gonna yeah. be it's it's gonna be an imposer will. Mm-hmm. Third, fourth quarter. Yeah. Um, yeah. So and honestly, I mean, talk about a fourth quarter drive that that really uh, epitomizes imposing your will on a team was the fourth quarter in in the Wake Forest game, where uh, they scored right at the beginning. It was like 14, 50 something on the clock. Mm-hmm. And we took it seven plus minutes down the field and kicked like a 20 something yard field goal. And um, that was, that was awesome. Uh, uh, so uh, yeah. if, if we can do so, something like that when we need it, like, Hey, we need, we need seven minutes off the clock. You know what I mean? And yeah. uh, so that was, that was cool to watch us put together a drive uh where we wasted a lot of clock and then ended up with points in the end so yeah it was good yeah 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 it is good and i think i think ball control is a big it's a big key in this mm-hmm. game for sure so it's gonna be fun man i'm excited it's been a couple years in the wait for this but it'll be good so will thank you for being on enjoy the time with your family eating all the turkey and just be well rested for for saturday night we're gonna need you out there don't worry man i will same to you, dude. It's always great to be on here. Um, happy, uh, happy Gamecock Hate Week, and um, happy Thanksgiving, man. Enjoy the time yeah. with the family. Go yeah. Tigers, baby. Go Tigers. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. And for now, we are signing off. <laughs>